Hello, and welcome to the Activation Nation podcast, your weekly source of actionable advice from industry experts in self-development, health, life vantage products, network marketing, and more to help you activate your wellness, your business, and your life. Today's episode focuses on industry, one of the four pillars of belief. But first, the legal stuff. You may hear our guests talk about the income they've earned or how their health has been affected with LifeVantage. Please note that the average annual earnings of a typical active LifeVantage distributor in 2021 was $704. For the most up-to-date information, please click the link in our show notes. Any product statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And now, here's your host to dive into today's story to help you activate your life. Hello, Activation Nation. This is Kristen Cunningham. I'm the Chief Sales Officer at LifeVantage, and I am on this podcast talking all about belief in the industry, one of our four pillars that we cover on Activation Nation. And today, I actually had the opportunity to sit down with one of our master pro tens, Seth Mulder, who talked all about his story in this industry, really, again, helping you just relate to it in a way that when you're faced with, should I join this company, you know exactly how to answer. So hope you enjoy the content, and here's Seth. Hey, Kristen and Activation Nation. I'm super excited to be here. It's fun to say, Big smiles. It is fun. Who came up with that, Activation Nation? Camille Fletcher. In our marketing department. Shout out to Camille Fletcher laying the goods down in marketing. Uh, Just fun. Fun to say, fun to be a part of it, right? Right. It's it's a movement. The thing about nation, well, here we go. You haven't even said anything, and here I am. Good thing we're not sharing a mic. We actually have our own individual mics. Yeah, it would not be much of a share. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I can't remember what I was going to say, but anyway, you know, Camille, great job. Oh, nation, nation building. You know, there's th- something about nationalism, right? I mean, you're in the World Cup. Did your phone just buzz? Because I thought I thought we had a, a strict... <laughs> uh, <laughs> when you watch the World Cup, let's talk about soccer. Why would we talk about soccer? RSL, right? Um, we know a little about soccer here at LifeVantage, but you get behind your name, you get behind your nation, love you get behind it. your yeah. team, you get behind your colors. And so I, I just, I love the concept of it. It's not just a great name, but it uh, it gives us something yeah. to build toward. It's definitely a movement, not just a name. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Right on. Well, Seth, we're going to jump right in. What I want to know and what I know all our listeners want to know is who introduced you to this industry first and and what were your thoughts Wow. Who introduced me first? That's a tough question because I maybe like some of you have a trauma response. Trauma response. Okay. <laughs> so we try, you know, how you, you try to forget. Yeah. I don't remember that. I had experiences over the years. Uh, I will say I was introduced to network marketing in, at least I understood it in 1987. I was 12 years old folks. And it was because, not because somebody was inviting me to join a network marketing company, like we will all have that experience Mm -hmm. multiple times. And it's only going to increase. It will only increase as as the world changes and develops and this industry continues to morph and change and grow and widen and expand. 
But I actually had a good friend who was the founder of a network marketing company. Okay. So that was my first perspective, uh, even though if I didn't truly understand it, uh-huh. uh, I... I worked. I mean, I got a job from him. I actually went to him and said, listen, put me to... So I recruited myself into my first network marketing company. How about that? You might be the only person that can say that then. So I, I like it. Worked there for a number of years. They were a small startup. Uh-huh. And uh, today they're one of the giants, one of the top eight, top 10, top 12 companies in the world, uh, you know, billions and billions in countries and countries. And, and over the course of my nearly a decade there, mm-hmm. I started working a lot with distributors and some, I, I just, I've got their, I've got their faces in my minds right now. And me and my 12 and 13 and 15 year old, uh, <clears throat> body helping them out and learning, mm-hmm. learning how there were some amazing people in this industry. And when I say amazing, I mean, I just felt like these people were full of confidence. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of smiles. There was uh, friendship. I mean, these, these were kind people to me. I was there on a corporate, I was doing a job. Yeah, yeah. But they were out there in the field with their company building their dream. And, you know, I'm thinking of Joe and Ray and Diane and Nathan and Craig. Um, and they were examples. I will tell you, they were, <clears throat> pardon me, they were a, you know, they were a city on a hill. There was something special about them. And, and I was attracted to that. Sean and John, I mean, I just could go over and over. I mean, these it people- just made were, sense. These were people, these people are part of my parentage in the world of business and professionalism. That's great. Right? And uh, they made a, an impact on yeah. me. And, and eventually, as I developed in that company uh, and started to become more entrepreneurial, I remember Dave, David, he said, I, I have a ticket for you. He bought me an airline ticket to Reno, Nevada, where he was residing at the time. And he was one of their top, you know, top 10 producers, probably. And and uh, let's talk about you joining. And for whatever reason at the time, it wasn't right for me, Kristen. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I was, I was in my early 20s. And I say it wasn't right for me. I was scared. Because even though these people were a city on a hill, they were a light, it scared me to do what they did. You know, they, I got a paycheck. I was making $4.50 an hour, no matter what I did, you know, and they were going out there selling starter kits, right? And selling, at the time, I think they were big into skincare kits. And uh, so I ended up never joining that company. I, I did a lot of professional work for them. I worked strategy. I studied the industry. I studied their competitors. I mean, I really became a student of the industry, but there is a difference. You can know all about this industry, and then you can know this industry. Yeah. And I think that ought to be, if you're in this industry, you ought to seek to make this your jam. I love that. Part-time, side hustle, fine. But if you're going to do it, don't you want to do it good? And I don't think 95% of the people in our industry really, truly understand so, that industry. So what was the trigger point for you? You know, you had a successful corporate side. You, you started seeing, mm. you know... Hey, maybe I'm more of a distributor. Maybe mm. I think more like one. What was like that turning point that you were like, I'm ready. It's I'm on the wrong side of this deal. So, so when I'm working for this company, I have some friends who are about the same age, went to college together. Mm-hmm. And Dave and Emily. Hi, Dave. Hi, Emily. 
They're not in life vantage. I was going to say, will they be listening? Well, sure. This is Activation Nation, Kristen. Yeah. This is going out. You're Dave and Emily, this is shout out. Yeah, Dave and Emily, we'll see you at convention. Yeah, I'm tagging you in this. Yeah. <clears throat> Dave and Emily were in one of the, let me back up, the premier historic company in our industry. Oh, okay. And uh, they had joined, they, we were all in our early 20s, just out of college, and they wanted to come talk to me and, you know, bless their hearts. I was still working for this other company, so it was easy for me to say. I have a non-compete. Con conflict, yeah, conflict yes. of interest. Yeah, I can, I can use that excuse, and it really makes sense. Yeah. Um, and they dropped off some sample, uh -huh. a sample basket with us. And uh, bless their hearts, it wasn't a good experience for me. I'm not going to say because of them. We'll just say that it was. It just wasn't a good experience. I didn't like the way it happened. Mm -hmm. And and so it pushed me further away from that thought of me becoming a distributor. But like most things in our life, crises. I, I, had, I had a significant crisis happen in my household, health crisis. And so it it, it discombobulated. It changed the, the layout, the foundational layout uh, of our family. Mm -hmm. And I needed to figure out how can I make money mm -hmm. and be present Got for it. my family. And so I wasn't ready to come to network marketing yet. I mean, I'll just tell you, those people looked, most of them were amazing, kind, wonderful, forward-looking, courageous, brave kind of people. You just weren't ready to make that jump. That scared me. Dave and Emily still hadn't. That scared me to talk to people. It's one thing to go to a business and be able to hide behind my business card, hide behind my business title, hide behind a budget. How many people do you lead? Yeah. Right? What's going on at your corporation? It's another, I haven't seen this show, but I've seen the previews, Naked and Afraid. Oh, well. <laughs> Welcome to network marketing. It's not even alone. It's not even alone. At least alone, they give you clothes and 10 items. <laughs> Naked and Afraid, right? Is like, whoa, like this is a whole new life, whole new world. Um, yeah, that was just, it was too much for me, but be, but I was willing to look at entrepreneurialism mm -hmm. and that's something that happened to me at the end of that corporate career. I had some good friends. Oh man, thank goodness for good friends and networking. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be here today if somebody hadn't networked, not to network me into network marketing, Yeah, just. but to network and to share knowledge, rich dad, poor dad. Yeah, fill in the blank. There You're playing you the fill in the blank. Good job, Kristen. One point for me. And, and, and oh, here's here's the bonus point. Uh-oh, I'm nervous. Survey says the, his better book, the number two book of that that installment, The Cash Flow. Oh, who's answering? Quadrant. The Cash Flow Quadrant. Can we edit in that answer? No, me, we're please. not putting it in. I Jeff, have not, do not. Yeah. Okay, if this comes out edited, you know that... Yeah, I'm I'm calling into question the whole the whole Activation Nation podcast. <laughs> but just like but, that. Anyway, the Cash Flow Quadrant mm -hmm. is his second book and talked about the four types of people. Anyway, I had a friend who who recommended that to me. I read it, I ate it up, and I hated reading. I I I mean I was feasting on it. It was amazing. Yeah. And to clarify, started, I know the book you're talking about. I could not remember the title, but I'm very familiar with that. Steve Harvey, it's still an X. Oh boy. Next, we're going to the other side of the family. Mm. Um Anyway, I started looking at entrepreneurialism, Kristen. I started reading voraciously Think and Grow Rich and yeah. The E-Myth and uh, As a Man Thinketh and just a lot of the, the thought ideas and practical business ideas. Um, and that led me to leave the company and to take maybe that next step for me. Got it. Which was not naked and afraid, but alone. 
And I started a company, wedding dress industry of all things. I mean, you look at me and you think, that dude's a wedding dress guy, right? Yep. And if you guys, you can't see a picture of Seth right now, but he's in a t-shirt and a cowboy hat. <laughs> and jeans and cowboy boots. That's right. That's right. Oh, they will see a picture of you, I am if, told. If a picture of me in a wedding dress or a, I'm just going to say, kind of a soft pink wedding gown or prom gown, quinceanera, shows up, uh, it, it probably is circulating. All I'm, I'm going to say, I'm never going to say I wore one. But you have to know your product. That's all I'm no, going to say. Dennis Rodman launched a pretty successful, like. <laughs> oh, man. We, you're just, I'm being compared to Dennis Rodman. That's, that's, that's great. Edit that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I started in, in that industry, uh -huh. had some success. And I love, I love just taking step by step, Kristen, because success can lead to success or one good step can lead to another good step. Yeah. You don't have to know everything. You don't have to write your entire journey. I would never give up that journey or that one step sure. for anything. But that leads me two years into that business, having had some success and some scares. Yeah. Remember when like our number one competitor sent us the, the cease and desist. Um, Not a fun letter you want in the mail. No, I'm, I'm, I'm trembling at the knees and I'm going to my business partner who's you know, multimillionaire, New York Stock Exchange kind of a guy. He's like, don't worry about it. We, we're fine and here's what we're going to do. You know, mm -hmm. it, all these experiences can temper you just like if you can in network marketing, mm -hmm. you know. And uh, I had a friend call me, somebody who I tremendously respected and I always wanted to go into business with. He called me on a September day, 20 years ago. Hey, 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 we're, we're like, it's, it's, this year, we're talking less than 30 days, 20 years ago, you know, I get this call and I think on a Labor Day weekend and hey, Seth, I've got something amazing for you to look at. There's this, uh, this guy named Mark Shinsato, right? This little boy from Kailua who I had known for years and had worked with professionally and had a tremendous amount of respect for. And he said, why don't you look at this network marketing thing? And, and honestly, Kristen, no. I mean, I was, my heart of hearts inside my soul, I'm like, no, not this call. I've seen this industry. Yeah. I've interacted with the great people, but I don't know that I would feel comfortable being put in the, the same, and I, I don't know that I identify with yeah. them. It scared me. It so, really scared me. So flashbacks to like Dave and Emily? What were they? Oh, kind of. I mean, that, you know, I love Dave and, Dave and Emily. And they were brand new in their business. And, you know, they they did, you know, they dropped off samples and they invited and there was a presentation and upline, you know. But the whole thing to me was foreign. And I think part of it just chalk it up. It was just foreign. Yeah. So it's going to be weird. Yeah. Um, maybe some of it was training, right? Mm -hmm. It has been a tremendous impact on my in, on my career because I know what it's like to be on the other end of that phone. Sure. With Dave and Emily, whom I loved. Um, and and it not, and, and it to be, ugh, and stay there. Mm -hmm. And for Mark to call me and for it to be, ugh, and it not to stay there, right? And it wasn't because Mark, let me just say for the record, it wasn't because Mark was perfect. He was brand new. He didn't know what he was doing necessarily. I was one of the first handful of people he called. So he was learning his way through it. The major difference, honestly, was me and my timing. You needed it. I, yeah, I, I, was, I was at this 
time, I was actually successful in my companies. I was running two companies. I was involved, you know, in my ministry and my family. But I had been tempered. I was 26, 27. I had been tempered by my experiences in life mm -hmm. to realize, oh, okay, I, I definitely have, you know, I've done corporate America for 10 years. I know what I do not want. I've done this, this do-it-yourself, small entrepreneur, small operation, employees, but... Um, different kind of hard, just... It's a different, it's a different kind of hard. So I don't have rose-colored glasses on. I, I guess I have some experience. Yeah. So when Mark invited me to look at the information, number one, I did not want to. Did not want to. I know the power of network marketing. I've seen it, never tasted it, and it's a, there's a difference. Again, when you're on the outside of the building, it's different. When you're in the stands watching it, cheering, or in our world, criticizing the players who are on the field. Yeah. It's different. So did you feel obligated <clears throat> to listen to 100%. Them? Okay, well, there, there it is. is. Obligated because Mark was my friend and I'd always wanted to go into business with him, but he never wanted to go into business with me. He's like, yeah, so it's just, it, he always, he says something like it wasn't the right timing or whatever, whatever. I was younger. He was more experienced and uh, he just didn't want to go into business with me until he signed up in a network marketing company. And then of course. There you go. And you felt obligated. I did. So he invited me. We got together. I didn't want to show up for the meeting to be quite honest. Did uh, you try to get out of it? Uh, I, if praying to God is trying to get out of it, then yes. I think that counts. Uh, it was like the next day, you know, I mean, he, he set that appointment up pretty quickly. We were going to meet at, at my, at my, uh, my business, my warehousing and offices. And, uh, literally on the way there, I'm praying, I'm praying not bodily harm on Mark, but I'm <laughs> praying that he just doesn't show. Like, like I don't have time for this, right? Well, there's a good follow-up lesson in there somewhere about uh, following up at all costs. Then. Yeah, there's good a Garth job, Brooks Mark. song. Yeah. There's a Garth Brooks song, you know? Unanswered Some of prayers? God's greatest gifts are unanswered prayers. Hey, you get a redeeming, a redemption point there. So I get, I get there. By the way, I also brought my three-year-old daughter with me as an insurance policy. You just needed it out. I did. Yeah. I was going to keep it short. Yeah, so I pull into, into our, our facility. I'm on, I'm on the phone, pull into, a, into the parking lot, and guess what? There's Mark mm. in the parking lot. He's not in his car. He's waiting outside because I was late. Okay, there are multiple layers to my, to, to my obligation story. He knew here. all the tactics. He was, he was ready. I stayed on the phone. And made him wait in the parking lot. I kind of did that courtesy wave. Were you and, really on a phone yeah, call? I was. Okay. I really was on a real phone call. Made him wait for a bit. You can ask him how long. He'll probably exaggerate. I probably won't. So <laughs> we'll just leave it somewhere in the gray area. It was probably about 10 minutes. And, uh, and But here's the problem. He's waiting in the parking lot. And guess what? He's not alone. Because oh, this no. industry... You know what? You know what they did? He, he brought, brought he brought his upline. <laughs> he did. He, he did. Brought his upline. And guess what? My upline, his upline was wearing a blue suit and a white shirt. I mean, like he was <laughs> everything you would imagine. Yeah, I was like, oh no. <clears throat> I get out, make the greeting. Hey guys, I'm really busy. Hi, Mark introduced his friend. We go up to my office. My daughter starts running circles around the table. Beautiful. You're like, you want some candy? Oh, yeah. My assistant, Fran, comes in and says, Seth, let me take her. And I said, guys, I'm really busy. You got 30 minutes. And they sat down. <clears throat> Keep in mind, up to this point, I know nothing except that Mark's involved. 
he wants to talk to me. But of course, he wants to talk to me. What am I thinking? He wants something from me. We all feel that. We feel right. that obligation. And and we need to change that maybe a little as humans. We need to change the, the narrative there. But uh, they sat down and pulled out the laptop and gave me a 30-minute slideshow presentation. Of course, the upline. Mm-hmm. I did it. And, and I'll tell you, I went from uninterested, like folding my arms. And they went through the five points. They went through five of the points. They hit it all. They did. And I went, and again, the beautiful thing is I have all this experience corporately in the network marketing industry. So you're like kind of critiquing them. Okay, I'm critiquing I'm and I'm evaluating. Okay. Listen, so I know what success com- looked like. You were complicated then. I, I am complicated. Go ask Stephanie. <laughs> we will. <clears throat> they run through this presentation and I, as they hit point to point to point to point, you know, from the product to the company and the trends and the compensation plan, I don't think they did system, by the way, but I go, I, I just imagine my interest level being a hundred yards away after point number one to 80 yards away to 50 yards away. Like as they continue to talk about this, I'm seeing some of the dots connect from my entire life experience, my entire professional experience. And I'm starting to say inside myself, it was comfort. It was started to be comfortable. I'm complicated. I'm telling you, Kristen, I was scared to death. But the, the nerves were settling a little they bit. They were. By the end of the presentation, inside of myself, they knew nothing. I was stone cold face. That I believe. <laughs> and we're having a staring contest right now. I was interested because I said, wow, everything I'd studied in, in, in entrepreneurship, in entrepreneurship was coming together. Uh-huh. And I was seeing it being a reality. And again, I've lived on the wheel in corporate America. I've lived on the wheel running your own small business. And I'm starting to evaluate this. But then I look at them and I say, it looks like you guys have something really good. Good luck. I'm a no. And I told them no. And they, I, I sent them home. You're just playing hard to get? <laughs> Scared. Mm-hmm. Reaction. I went home. <clears throat> and uh, But you kind of knew. No. No. I'm telling you. Still no. I, I tell you, I, I felt like I dodged a bullet. It's one of those things where you, where maybe you saw something you wanted in front of you, but you were so scared. Maybe some of the trauma, maybe, maybe um, fear, and you just decided it'd be easier to turn away, turn and walk away, and do nothing, uh, than than to take that next step, which is really scary. And you know, I came home and reported, whew, dodged a bullet. No more sweating and I'm done. Get into bed that night. I cannot sleep. I can't sleep. All I have running around in my head is compensation diagram and compensation progression. You know what that looks like. And, and that that like just repeated over and over in my mind. And I wanted more than anything, I still, Kristen, I wanted leverage. I wanted freedom in my life. I was experiencing a lot. I mean, I built, we, we bought the property we wanted on the mountain, you know, in this beautiful community, had a beautiful home, custom built. I mean, I, I was living a dream mm-hmm. for sure, but I wanted freedom. I knew that what I saw on paper and what I had seen in my life, never tasted, never experienced, but I had touched people who had. You knew it could work. Yeah. So I, I was like, fine, fine. I got up out of bed because I could not sleep, went down to my office and says, I'm going to disprove this right now. I'm going to go, I'm going to go debunk his company and I'm going to be done with it. Because again, it, it looks amazing. It sounds but, like at this point, you're like just trying to talk yourself out of it. Yeah. Something like that. I got on my computer, went down to my, went down to my home 
office, got on my computer, started researching. And the more I researched, the more I could not deny it. It was like playing the game of Clue. And all those Clue pieces yeah. came in. And I knew. So now I've just, I've just got to say, okay, I know I know who did it, where they did it, and what they did it with, right? Got it. So apparently I called Mark early, early the next morning. And I said, okay, give me the goods. I wanted more information. You know, I still, I wasn't ready to get married, but I wanted more information. And a week later, I'm in. You know, that, that had led to a follow-up conversation, an invitation to a presentation, right? It's a funnel, folks. You ever heard of it? Invite. They get a little information. Give them a tool. They get some, they get some more information. Bring them to the team, right? ITT. Yeah. So. so let me ask you this then. So for everybody listening to this, they're going to be in that position where they're the person on the phone waving to the mark out the window, Yeah. you know? trying to avoid the conversation. If you could give that person just a piece of advice, what do they really need to be looking for when someone is coming to them with this opportunity? You will get in life what you seek, what you want, and what you eventually create. Your, your brain is in tune with the things that you want and that you allow yourself to believe in. I wanted to believe those things I was reading in the book. So your brain is is absolutely wired to keep you safe. But as soon as you find a new safety zone, like what if there was safety and becoming all you ever wanted to become? What if, what if I promised you that you could set your hand to an intention and there's a straight line and that intention might be a ways off. We're sitting out here in your office in Utah, looking at the Rocky Mountain, the Western reaches of the Rocky Mountains. And they're some miles off and I'm looking at you know, I'm looking at, at that peak over there and it's off, but I can, it's far, I can see it. Mm -hmm. And if I set the intention and know that, number one, I'm worthy of that. It's my time. I know who I am. I know why I'm here. And I allow myself to, to believe in that attention. There's a straight line from he, me to there. Love that. And if you, if you avail yourself to be open to allowing that to come to fruition, See, what was happening in my life is I was sitting here in the valley. I could see that peak. I'd read the books. I'd touched people who'd been there. But I didn't know that I allowed myself to really believe that. You could get it. That I could get it and that I'm, that I'm worthy. Yeah. You know, that, that, I, yeah. that I'm good enough to have the life that I want. Your brain will clue in to what you really want and what you will allow yourself I love that. to believe in. You, want, you love butterflies? Put this in your mind. I'm going to, I, I will attract, I will see butterflies, right? And guess what? You'll start seeing them. You'll start seeing them. Your, your brain is, is wired to do that. That's awesome. And I mean, it just lines up so perfectly to your story of being open at the right time. And I think that's for sure. Definitely step one of just even put your guard down, listen to what the person has to say. I was kind of crusty. I was kind of crusty bread. Um, <laughs> but, but fortunately, you know, there, there was, there was enough there, and and my again my circumstances. I had a need. There was something I wanted in my life. Mark didn't know it. You know what? Nobody else really knew it. Mm -hmm. But I made myself open enough. As crusty as I was, I made myself open enough. Thank goodness to showing up. Mm -hmm. Thank God for unanswered prayers, because he was actually answering the bigger prayers that I already had. Wow. You know, in a different way, and. I've fallen in love with the industry. Now this, these are my people. 
right? This is me. This definitely industry, this profession is the best place I could have ever grown up in. Wow. I absolutely love that. I mean, I think everyone is going to relate to that in a big, big way. So let's say our guard's down, we're open, we're listening to the conversation that somebody is sharing with us. What do people need to know before they pick a company to partner with? Well, we, in this industry, we're really good at laying down the five or six things. That's mm -hmm. what they told me 20 years ago, mm -hmm. right? I'm still laying down the five or six things. You know, the company, the timing, the trends, the product, the compensation plan, the system. That's just business. Like, if I'm going to do any business, network marketing is a business. Yeah, we're going to do them business, <laughs> right? And if you're going to do a business, then you have to treat it like a business. So I don't know that there's anything special about those. I and mean, you could teach, we should be teaching those in our industry. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to put those out there as, Kristen, the, the textbook, understand. Every company is different. Every, co every company has a different combination of those, right? Mm -hmm. Are there other great companies in our industry? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And we should treat them as collaborative brother and sister companies as opposed to enemy competitor companies. We need each other in this industry. <clears throat> I need the company down the street to crush it. I need companies in front of me who are growing faster than us right now. I need leaders in other companies crushing it and making me scratch my head and say, hmm, things that make you go home. Seth Mulder, what are you going to do today about it? We need that in this industry because they're not going to get everybody because they don't need everybody and they can't attract everybody. And that leaves us open to tell our specific story. How does our company come together? I, mean, I love the specifics on our company. That was meaningful to me. That's why I chose LifeVantage. What makes it different to you? What makes LifeVantage, Activation Nation, you know, when you look at all those companies out there, what makes this one? I, I mean, I know what I think it is, but sure. I, I would love to hear from you. What makes this one so special right now? So 20 years in the industry, pardon me, 30 years in the industry, 10 years on the corporate side. Then I've spent 20, the last 20 as a distributor mm -hmm. at top, the top level. And LifeVantage is a third company that I've done that in. And to an extent, all of those companies had five or six things. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I wouldn't have joined them. I mean, I feel really blessed. So many, so many of us, and I say us, activation, nation, nation, nation. Well played. I'm doing my own sound. Well played. <laughs> Jeff, our sound guy's like, amateur. <laughs> um, <clears throat> well, we, so many of us, haven't had that experience. We've had heartaches. Believe me, I've had heartaches in this industry. Mm -hmm. I picked three winners, but I did some losing while I was at the winners, right? At the winner's table. Which I think is important to like, oh, it's not man. the, I mean, this industry is like any other business. It's not perfection from day one. I love to win. And I'm going to answer that question, but you, you put me onto this thought, Kristen, so I'm going to run with it. I love to win. I want to win. I don't always win. And as much as I love to win, I'm not chasing winning. Winning has to be part of the game. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, why are you doing this? Sure. Right? Too many of us 
have or are playing not to lose. Very different. Play to win. But when you don't, I, 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 every, I play a lot of basketball. Every time I shoot, I, 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 I don't throw the ball up to miss. But I know that part of the game is missing. I could be the greatest shooter in the world in the history of basketball, Steph Curry. And he's going to miss shots. But he's not, I'm also not chasing the make. I'm just, what, what's your, Seth, what's the best shot you ever made? My next one. Like, I'm on. And if I won today, if I, if I won the game today, if I made the shot today, guess what? I got to show up tomorrow. Yeah. The pursuit, the pursuit is what I'm passionate I love about. That. And you, that's part of your journey. And that, you know, when you sign up in this industry and you, you know how it is. You get your first enrollment. Like you were trying to enroll me here for a minute. You, I got so excited. It's like I jumped. I was cloud nine. There could be nothing better. And when you get rejected, there could be nothing worse. And you're on this roller coaster. Just love the journey. Love the journey. Yeah. So all five of those, I'm getting back to the point here. I've had some experience, some ups, a lot of ups. I've had some downs, sick in bed, tear my heart out. I can't believe that this is happening to me in this in my life kind of downs in this industry. You know, I've given up businesses. I've lost businesses. Um, you know, I built teams. I've lost teams of hundreds and tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars gone. Yeah. Income, uh, millions. We'll go millions there. Teams, what's it like to wake up and lose a team of 500 people? And Not fun. No. I'm assuming. It, no, it's not fun. But I'm so in love, Kristen, with the journey. So in love with the journey. For me, Life Vantage, it's like, it's a, it's a, it's a home. It's a place. Yes, does it answer the company? Yeah, it answers that. Yes, does it answer the product? Oh my goodness, am I in love with these products? Yes, I could go down there. So could, so could my friend neighbor down the street about their company. This is a home for me. Are we doing it a little better? In many areas, yes, I think we are. In others, I think we are getting our butt kicked. And I think that's a great thing. I mean, okay, this is raw and unedited. Listen, if we were the best at everything right now and telling everybody the best thing, guess what? Everybody wouldn't know it, right? There you go. We'd be the biggest. But that's the beauty is that our story isn't over. A lot of upside. We get to go write the story. And I don't know that there's a more growth-oriented home in the industry. When you look at those six points... As we're dialing them in, it's like a combination, you know, on a safe. Dialing in the company and where are the trends are in the marketplace and what we're doing from a product standpoint. I don't know that there is a single better place to write a story. I'm not here in Life Vantage because I think we wrote a good book. Hey, we've had some success. Mm -hmm. We've helped millions of people. Chapter one is done. But if you want to be a part of the series, if you want to lay something out there like, Jay, you know, like Tolkien did, or like C.S. Lewis did, or like, um, like a, what's the witch? What's what's the Harry Potter? Like the Harry Potter, J.K. Rowling. If you want to lay a series out, then this is the place to be, because I think this company has longevity, and they're willing to show up. The company, I, I'm I'm in love with our company because we continue to seek to make our impact in the market. Oh, that right? is so fantastic. So yeah, I'm, I, I'm grateful, I'm blessed, 
I'm worthy, and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you this, it's my time. And I echo that for every single person listening to this because you should look yourself in the mirror and say the same thing. It's my time. Love that. I mean, I don't totally remember the question I asked to get all of that. <laughs> but I absolutely loved what you had to say. So I'm in. I'm in. I know you wouldn't enroll under me, but I'm in. Um, but I don't, do. Don't, don't, don't sell yourself short there, Kristen. Kristen, say it's, it's my time. It's my time. All right. I got one more question for you, Seth, and very similar to the, the question I asked you a few minutes ago. But, you know, I asked you, what would be your advice to somebody who's you in that car? And I'm going to ask you this. If you could go back to Seth in that car that day and say one piece of advice to 20-year-old, 30-year-old Seth, however old you were, what advice would you give yourself? That, that's like one of those softball questions where I could truly, I mean, I could answer 100 things. Right, and they would all be that one thing. Um, but I just, I think I'll answer it by telling you what's happened to me in this industry. All the emotions on this journey, for sure. It's been absolutely the best of times and the worst of times. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've raised a family in this industry. My kids know what it's like to see dad going out and doing presentations, mm -hmm. going on the road, flying on planes and trains and automobiles. And there's sacrifice. If you want to be good, if you want the life you want, you're going to have to sacrifice. There is no stay home, watch TV, Netflix, and somebody pumps your bank account full of money. And even if they did, you'd be miserable. I agreed. I've lost, you know, I've gone through a divorce. I've lost children. I mean, this, this industry has, has been my home. So I don't know if I have one piece of advice other than these tears that I'm crying right now, Kristen. This is bigger and more important than I ever thought it would be. I thought it was a business. It is, it's a business and beyond. They talk about network marketing being an incredible training grounds. Mm -hmm. This is not just going to Tony or, or any of the other industry or professional speakers. Mm -hmm. That doesn't do anything for you unless you're really building something. Go read 20 books. Show me what you've done. Show me where you're putting that training into effect. The greatest, the greatest leaders build teams they lead people and primarily they do it in volunteer organizations i love that and this industry is a volunteer organization i'm here today because i volunteered to be here every single person on my team every single person in this company chose to be here they didn't get hired on to do it and they all invested to be here mm -hmm. this is so much bigger than just a business or just friendship or just community it's all of those, and because of that, it's special. I'll tell you that, it's special. I love, you know, Seth, what I hear you saying, just as I'm thinking over the past, you know, half hour or so, is stay the course. I mean, the course might have some ups and downs, might turn around a couple of times, but what I can see throughout your entire journey is you, you just kept going. You just kept trying, you never gave up. 
We always want to say, there's just one thing. Yeah, there's one thing. Big bleep, you know, do this, do this, do this, work harder, be able to leave. Yes, it's all of those things. Um, but I will say there is one, to, to extend what you just said, Kristen, there is one step for you right now that can make a big difference mm -hmm. in your business. Do that one thing. Do that one thing. Wow. Well, we've laughed. We've cried. Um, he spit out his drink. I'm gargling. He did, he did not hit me. Mm -hmm. Had some fun with Jeff, our editor. Anyway, Seth, this has been truly phenomenal. So thank you thank so you. much for coming in, for sharing your story, um, for really putting into perspective just what this industry can be for people. And I know you have helped so many people with just sharing this content here today. So relatable. Um, thank you for being such an incredible leader in this company and in the universe, the universe. <laughs> full circle. Kristen, thank you. How awesome is this? I don't know how many companies are doing podcasts because all of our great brother and sister companies out there, I don't have time because I'm, I'm on a, I'm on an activation nation mission, invite, train and duplicate mentor and coach. But I don't know that there are a lot of companies doing what you're doing right now, Kristen. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give some props back to you, and I know that you represent everybody at, at the company who are working day in day out tirelessly overtime to make life vantage everything it could possibly be. So I wanna I just wanna recog I recognize that effort. I recognize uh, the love that you bring to your to your profession and to your craft. Because if you don't do what you're doing, you make my job a lot harder. We are in this together. <laughs> we are in this together. All right. Well, thank you again, Seth. Activation Nation. We love you. We'll be back with you next week and talk to you all soon. Bye, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Activation Nation podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Tell your friends and share your biggest takeaways from today's discussion with anyone who could benefit from them. This episode is sponsored by Life Vantage Legacy, a nonprofit dedicated to improving lives and building a lasting impact for those in need around the world. Learn more at lifevantage.com. We look forward to sharing more with you during next week's conversation. Thanks for listening and being an important part of the Life Vantage community.